You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and former big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. That's why each week I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to improve your money mindset and manage your money to create true wealth. Because ultimately, it's not about the money. It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. Today, we are talking about general criticism and specific problems. The idea for today's episode came out of my Bible study earlier this week, but stick with me even if you're not a Christian or you're not religious because it's applicable outside of the religious context, which is why I decided to do the episode. So I was reading a devotional earlier this week where the author was talking about condemnation versus conviction. She defined condemnation as a false guilt that attacks your identity. This includes thoughts like, I'm not enough, I'm not lovable, I'm a mess, I'm a failure, things like that. She said this leads to hopelessness because so often it's not specific, but a general feeling that you are inherently flawed. Conviction, on the other hand, she defines as God calling your attention to some specific behavior or thing that needs to be changed. So taking it out of the religious context of condemnation and conviction, I think we could boil these down to general criticisms versus specific solvable problems. An example that came to mind for me when I was reading the devotional is the thought of not being a good enough mom. So I've definitely had that thought and I've worried about if I'm doing it right or doing enough for my kids versus when the pandemic first started, I found myself yelling a lot more than I usually did. I was feeling overwhelmed. I was trying to manage my practice and billing all these hours and the kids were really small and, you know, they were three and one at the time and were getting into all of these things, like doing stuff that they weren't supposed to be doing, but honestly just being kids, right? And we were in each other's faces all the time, all of a sudden, and I found myself yelling more and I didn't like it. I didn't like the way I was showing up for them. It didn't feel good to yell so much. And that was a specific behavior that I could change and find resources to help me with versus this general thought of not being a good enough mom with no solution for how to become, quote, good enough or even what good enough means. And so I was thinking about how the concepts in the devotional show up in different areas of our lives where we sometimes have these general vague criticisms of ourselves as people And then we have some specific behaviors that we may want to address or improve. Specifically in the context of personal finance, I can't tell you how many times lawyers have told me things like, well, I'm just not good with money or I'm not disciplined enough. And the issue with general statements like that, those attacks on your identity, as the devotional called them, is when they're so generalized and so vague, what can you do to change them? What's the solution? Be good with money? Be more disciplined? Like, what do those things even mean? Who determines what it means to be good with money or to be disciplined? There's no objective measure 
for when you reach those points. And when you think of these things as just flaws in who you are as a person, often it seems like there's nothing you can do to change it. Also, when people say these things, they're not saying it like it's a good thing. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm not disciplined enough, right? <laughs> like typically when you're saying those like general criticisms or, like you know, you have those general vague criticisms of yourself, it's things that you don't like. And you may feel hopeless or discouraged and think there's no point in trying to do something different because this is just the way it is. That's obviously not going to lead to you doing the kind of work that you need to do in order to achieve your financial goals. If you're just bad with money or you're just not disciplined enough or whatever that criticism might be for you, and that's just the way it is, then how motivated will you be to learn about money or to implement things you learn or even to approach your finances in the first place? Like probably not very motivated, right? These general criticisms aren't helpful because they're not actionable and they only serve to make us feel bad. And because of the demotivating or discouraging effect they tend to have, they also tend to lead to you avoiding your finances and not achieving your goals. So let's look instead at when there's some specific thing or behavior you want to change. Maybe you overspend each month, so you decide you want to learn to create a budget. Or maybe you keep seeing the balances rising on your credit cards, so you want to learn how to manage them better and start paying them off. Or maybe you know investing is good, but you feel clueless about it, so you want to educate yourself. Now we can find some specific solutions to address these specific issues that you want to change. So you can search online, you can read books, you can listen to podcasts, you can hire a coach. Because you have a specific problem you want to solve, you can find a specific solution. And so that's something that I want you to think about when you notice those thoughts about yourself and your money management habits coming up, pay attention to if it's a general thought that's attacking the person you are, something about your identity, some vague criticism like not being good enough or not being disciplined enough, or if it's a specific issue that you can find an actual solution for. And I think you can even identify specific things within some of those vague general criticisms sometimes. For example, if you dig deeper on a criticism like I'm bad with money and ask yourself why, then you might come up with some specific things that you want to address. So it might be like, well, I don't have a budget. I overspend. I don't have savings. I don't know how much debt I have because I've been avoiding it. And then those are specific things that you can change. Like you have something specific that you can work on and you can find resources to help you learn to budget or to learn how to save or to actually look at your debt and figure out a plan for paying it off. When you have specific things that you want to work on, you can find specific resources versus generally thinking, I'm bad with money. That's just the way it is. It's who I am. And then not having any idea where to go from there. This whole discussion goes back to something we've talked about many times before with really paying attention to the way you think about money and about yourself. We often just take our thoughts as true, but I'm bad with money or I'm not disciplined enough or any of those general criticisms we have about ourselves are not objective facts. They are thoughts. They are opinions. And you can choose whether or not you believe them. 
the more specific things you might want to change are more likely to be based in actual data. So I spent more than I made last month, or I have X amount in savings, or I have Y amount of debt. Those are facts that you can prove, but there also likely are some opinions mixed in there about that data. The difference, though, is the specific things have a specific solution you can implement to address them. They are solvable, whereas the general criticisms are not. So I want you to notice which type of thought you tend to have. Is it the general vague, something's wrong with me kind of thought? Or is it the specific thing I want to change kind of thought? And as you notice the general thoughts, you can start redirecting yourself away from them. And then as you notice the specific ones, you can find solutions to help you address those things. And whether you have general criticisms about yourself and your finances, or you want to learn specific money skills to solve specific problems, I can help. I will teach you how to question those criticism thoughts, and I'll also teach you the skills you need to manage your finances with ease. So your first step is scheduling your complimentary consultation at rowthomas.com call. All right, so that's it for this week's episode. Come connect with me over on social media. I am most often on LinkedIn. I'm Ro Thomas over there and on Instagram at I am Ro Thomas. Subscribe to the show and leave a review, both of which help more people to find it. And please take a second to share with a friend who you think would find this information useful. As we close out, friend, I pray that you recognize that those general vague criticisms that sometimes pop into your head aren't objective facts. I pray that you identify solutions to address any specific things you want to change and that you actually implement them. And as always, I pray that you continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.